Bush. What is going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And always, I'm Johnny. I'm Randy. And we hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Uh, this is March. And to celebrate March, we are doing the Leprechaun films. Uh, we've picked this episode will be the original 1993 Leprechaun, the one that started the entire series off. And then our next episode is going to be the 2018 Leprechaun Returns, the direct sequel to this one, which Randy has not seen. I've never seen, and I'm actually kind of worried about it since Warwick Davis is not playing the Leprechaun. It makes me very nervous. Well, like I said, I I was surprised when <clears> I first <throat> seen it, but you know, I, I, I it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it, it, Warwick Davis to me makes the Leprechaun character. Oh yeah, the laugh. I mean, me and you even said because I know Warwick Davis from the, originally from Willow. Yes, and the way he his his voice and his accent and the way he talks and his laugh reminds me of Willow. So when I hear the Leprechaun and I hear Warwick Davis, that's what it, I know. A lot of people associate him with Harry Potter now. Oh but, Lord, yeah. <laughs> but I know him from Willow and Leprechaun. So right. When I hear that laugh. I think of the Leprechaun, so I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. But well, that's what our generation grew up on was Willow and right. the Leprechaun. You know, right. it's like every time I see Val Kilmer, I think of either Willow or Batman yeah. forever. You know, right? But no, this is one of my all-time favorite horror films, and we were excited. We were trying to come up with what to do in March, and it was like, well, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day, and I was like, why not celebrate? You know, we decided to go with a little luck of the Irish <laughs> leprechaun we did. Right, yeah, you know. And I was surprised that when I was doing some research on this that it got, when it first came out, it had gotten some very poor reviews. Yeah. I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it a pretty pretty bad rating as well. Well, you told me something before while we were getting ready to watch the movie that I didn't know is that Jennifer Aniston was trying to buy the rights to it so she could get rid of it. Yeah, and I had read that, and this that was years ago. Right. But they were... <clears throat> There was a uh, online thing where it was talking about like celebrities that 
started off in like the small town or the small budget horror films. Uh, I know one of them was um, oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. He was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. It was him and uh, Renee Zellweger. Right. And they both were trying to black market that movie. Right. And it's a horrible movie. Yeah. Where And then she was on the list. And like I said now, I don't know if she's confirmed. It's been confirmed through her. But that's what the rumor was is that she wanted to buy the rights to this so she could get rid of the leprechaun. Because I, I, I may be wrong, but I thought this was her first film ever. Right. And I'm not sure on that. Which, it, But it doesn't make sense to me is because I love this movie so much. And I, and I know a lot of people are going to have you know their own opinions about movies and stuff. This is one of my favorites. Hands right. down, it's one of my favorite movies and because it's something that I grew up watching as a kid. Right. And it's like I'm, I'm a very comedic person. I mm-hmm. love comedy. And so this mixes the comedy and the genre together with the leprechaun. And I, right. I, I absolutely love this movie. This is... Well, and it's just like what you pointed out about uh, with Warwick Davis not being the leprechaun of the new one. That's like when they remade Nightmare on Elm Street in 2010. Yeah. You cannot replace Robert England. That's just like the Pirates of the Caribbean. If somebody tried to replace Captain Jack Sparrow. Wouldn't work. Right. You know, yeah. but anyway, like I said, I mean, I know we're not here to talk about the leprechaun returns, but I just yeah. kind of giving everybody a heads up of what's going to be coming next. But it, it's not bad. I think I think it'll surprise you. I'm, I'm ready to watch it just to just to say I've seen it. It's not the worst of the series. I would put it that way. Yeah, I'd ha- that'd probably go to Leprechaun in the Hood. Man, I don't know. That Leprechaun Origins was bad too. <laughs> At least Leprechaun in the Hood made you laugh a little. Right, right. You know. But um, if we're ready to get this going, yeah, uh, we're gonna go ahead and start out with Leprechaun come out in 1993, and it's classified as a horror slash comedy yep and it was written and directed by mark jones and the cast i i, I really like the cast i liked everybody yes even to the the little kid that played uh, alex oh yeah yeah i love him which he was in don't tell mom the babysitter's dad mr nanny he was in um rookie of the year yep and he was in oh there was another movie I don't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. But no, he's... I love him. I've never seen anything that he's been in as an older person. Right. But all the movies that I've seen him as a kid, he's a really good actor. And I probably wouldn't even recognize him now, to be honest. But the cast is starring is, of course, uh, Warwick Davis as Leprechaun, Jennifer Aniston as Tori Redding, Mark Holton as Ozzy. I love Ozzy. Yes, Ozzy. And every time I see uh, Mark Holton, I think of... Either this film or Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Playhouse, yep. Or, yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Robert Gorman is actually Alex. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm hoping I'm saying this guy's last name right. Ken Olant. Olandit? Land? I don't know how to say Olant, it. I think. Olant. Yeah. Is playing Nathan Murphy, mm-hmm. which is the painter in the, the film. Yeah. But overall, like I said, I really think uh, the cast was picked perfectly. Yeah, and I, I think they played really well off each other. I think Jennifer Aniston... And um, Ken Oland played really, really well together as that, you know, wasn't really a love interest. Right. But you could kind of tell they had that kind of chemistry to them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they played, yeah, they played really well together. So, well, the first thing I'm going to point out about the film is it kicks right off. Oh, yeah. And it seems like as soon as it starts, it never ends. Right. Like, I mean... Yeah, oh yeah, and I forgot about that. See, I'm, see, I'm glad, man. You won your game today. Uh, before we before we get into the film, Randy, why don't you read us a summary? So, Dan O'Grady, who's played by Shay Duffy, steals 100 gold coins from a leprechaun, who's played by Warwick Davis, while on vacation in Ireland. 
The leprechaun follows him home, but Dan locks the murderous midget in a crate held at bay by a four-leaf clover. Ten years later, J.D. Redding, John Sandiford, and his daughter, Tori, who's played by Jennifer Aniston, rent O'Grady's property for the summer. When their neighbors accidentally release the leprechaun, he goes on a murderous rampage to reclaim his gold. There you go. In a nutshell, there it yeah. is. And like like I was saying originally before we did the summary is, it picks right up. Right. And so we see the leprechaun, and I, that's what I was confused on right when it started is, where was he? He was walking down steps. It looked like he was in some kind of cave. Yeah. Yeah. And then that brought me back to, in part two, don't he have a cave? Don't he go in a tree? Yeah, it's a tree. So I was thinking, okay, you know. That's so. his, yeah. But anyway, he's going down the steps, and he's got his coins, and he says, try as they will, try as they might, whoever steals me gold won't live through the night. Yep. So that sets the pace right there. Mm-hmm. And then it fades off to, you see, uh, Mr. O'Grady, which is uh, Dan, or Daniel, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets to the house, and his wife comes out, and it looks like he's drunk as a skunk. Well, he gets out drinking a big bottle of Jameson. Yeah, and, and he's in a limousine. Yeah. And the way he's dressed and stuff, you think he's a wealthy man, but then yeah. you find out by his wife, she's like, what are you doing? We can't afford the limousine. And um, well, then you find out that the whole reason that he had went to Ireland was for a funeral for his mother. Yes. So that was, and you come back, you think, well, maybe he's just drowning his sorrows away. Right, that's right. That's not the case. He's actually celebrating. And he picks up the urn. And he's like, there's not, she's like, uh, what are you doing with your mother's ashes? And he's like, there's not ashes. And he slams it down and shows her that he's got the leprechaun's gold. Yeah, it's just a little brown sack. Yes, and he's like, we're rich, you know, and telling her that we're going to pack everything up. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of this place. And O'Grady tells his wife that he caught a leprechaun and made him show him where the gold was. Right. But he caught him in Ireland. So now they're back in the States. And we figure out that the leprechaun has followed him back. She says, I'm going to go make you a cup of what? Tea. Hot, hot tea. Mm-hmm. She goes off and I don't really show. I think he takes the gold to go hide it, right? Yeah. He kind of walks off the porch after he gives her a kiss. And, and you know, she's just kind of brushing it off. And she's like, leprechauns, you know, what's next? All this kind of stuff. And then she goes in to make the tea. Right. Because she thinks he's drunk. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, pretty I mean, much. He, he is drunk. Yeah. But. <laughs> he finished a whole bottle of Jameson. <laughs> but. As she's in there making the tea, we hear a little girl singing, uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And to me, that already is creepy. Anything like when it comes to a horror movie, if they have a... Kids a li- singing? Yes. Yeah, all the time. I mean, it's, it's just... Auto- you know, it'd be like your niece or little sister, whatever, just sitting there singing. You don't think about it, but when it's in a horror movie, it's like, mm-mm. You could, you could have a dark room... And that like minor type music playing. Yeah. And if it was just kids singing nursery rhymes, it would be the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. Because it's just kids are creepy. And that's what's funny. Like, if you go to a haunted house, like, you know, like a Halloween haunted mm-hmm. house, if they play in a, a loop with little kids singing. Yeah, no, I'm not going in. <laughs> it just, just not do it. It strikes that fear over nope, you. Nope, not going in. But um, she walks, she hears the noise, she hears the singing. And now she's thinking her husband is just this little girl trapped yeah. in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. And she walks over to the suitcase, and when she undoes the buckles, it barely raises up, and you see his red eyes. Yep. And he pops out, and he scares her half to death that she does the little sign of the cross because, you know, yeah. I guess they're Catholic. Uh-huh. And I don't remember how, what, what exactly he says. I know he says something about 
his gold. I don't remember if he asked where's the gold at or yeah. He pretty much just lets her know he's like, I'm, I want me gold. And know? when he comes at her, she falls. I don't think he pushes her. I think he comes at her and she accidentally fell and trips down the steps. Right. Because when he because after she falls and breaks her neck. The camera goes up to uh, the leprechaun, and he's like, oh, like, <laughs> you know, like. Right. And then he's like, I smell tea. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I'll, and I'll say this before we ever get into any more of it. Warwick Davis makes this character so likable. Yes. Like, it's, it's funny. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's this murderous, you know, leprechaun or whatever. But the more you watch him, the more you can't help but love him. It's like you almost root for the bad guy. You're like, I want just give him his gold, be done with it. <laughs> yeah, get it over with. Yeah, know? exactly. But Grady, old Grady, walks back into the house and he hears Mrs. O'Grady. Yeah, he comes in and says that he's hit it. So and then he hears his wife's voice from the kitchen say, "Well, where did you hide it at?" Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the leprechaun comes around the corner and he's holding a tray of the hot tea. And I think that's pretty creepy because how they they timed it perfect with mm-hmm. you know him sounding like uh, Mrs. O'Grady, and he goes, "What have you done with her?" And he says, uh, "The deer needs to watch when she's going down the steps, something like that." Yeah, he, he says, uh, "The poor deer. I should have told her to watch her step," and then insinuates that she just pretty much fell down the stairs. So he takes off, and. Now, did he go get the four-leaf clover and the gun? Yeah, yeah. He went and got the four-leaf clover and the gun out of his... It looked like his, like, a nightstand or something. Yeah, and he was... The, he walked into the room, and the leprechaun was just sitting there drinking the tea. Like, it wasn't no problem. Yeah, and he... But he hold, he's like... He holds the uh, gun up, and the leprechauns are really not right. afraid. But then he holds the four-leaf clover, and he's like, get it away! I right. love that. It's oh, like his whole, his whole demeanor changed. And he shoots at him. He takes off running, goes down to the basement. Well... O'Grady goes down to the basement, and there, I love this because it reminded me of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He comes down there, and he sees his wife, and the leprechaun is behind his wife, and he's like, come on, Danny. Give the, he's, yeah. he's a deer leprechaun, you know, uh-huh. using her voice and using her as a puppet, just like on uh, Killer, Clowns. Killer Clowns. Yeah. And he finally shoots him. I think he shoots him, a man, four times? He, he, he lays into him for sure. Leprechaun falls over, and Leprechaun says, your bullets won't stop me forever. I'll keep coming back. Right. But when he says, I'll keep coming back, you can tell that he's hurt. Yeah. He puts him in the box, and he puts the uh, crate, the lid on top of the crate, and he puts that four-leaf clover on there. And you can see now he's starting to sweat. O'Grady is. Yeah. He's starting to hammer the box shut, and you can hear, and I, lo- I love this, the whole time he's putting the Leprechaun in that crate, you can hear him going, you're not as young as you used to be. Yeah. You know, he's like, you take it, take your time. Be, be pa- you know, know, be careful. Yeah, he's like warning them, so you can tell something's physically yeah. wrong with uh, O'Grady. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. And finally, he starts putting the nails into the. Uh, I was gonna say coffin, but it's not. It's not really a coffin. It's a crate. Right. And he starts, and it shows him dragging his wife through the, uh, the kitchen. That's where he says the comment, you're not as young as you used to be. Yeah, because what he's done is he's he's put him in this crate, he's nailed it shut, and he started pouring gasoline all over the top of the crate. Right. So then he, he gets his wife, and he's pulling his wife out of the basement, and he finds his box of matches. And this is what kind of, he drops to one knee. It looks like he's having a heart attack. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's sweating and all this kind of stuff. So he strikes the match, and as soon as he strikes the match, he's getting ready to throw it down there, and then he has a, has a stroke. Right, he's like, burning hell, you little, you know what? Yeah. And then 
As soon as he starts throwing, he drops it, and Leprechaun's like, oh, did your match go out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. But then it shows, and that's what I thought, he had a heart attack, but they say later yeah. he had a stroke. Right. Well, the camera shows the crate, and then it zooms in on the four-leaf clover. It's fresh, it's, you know, and then all of a sudden, it's all crinkled up. You see cobwebs, so now you know. Yeah, yeah time's passed. Yeah, so then it, it flashes ten years later. Yep. And now we're getting introduced to Tori, which is Jennifer Aniston. And her dad, who is JD, that's her his her dad's name. Which I knew he looked familiar, and and the only thing that I could think of that I'd seen him on was he played Zach Morris's dad on Save by That's the Bell. what that that bothered me the entire time. Hey, that's the only thing that I could think of that I, I knew I recognized him. Yeah, that was the only thing I knew I recognized him. Man, I'm glad you knew that because <laughs> I sat there and watched that, and I was like, "Who is this dude? What has he played right. on?" Yeah, man, that's what it was. Well, good, right, right there. We just in, <laughs> that just made my day right there. So Zach Morris's dad. <laughs> Zach Morris's dad. Um, but we find out that you know they're going through the hills, and she's just complaining already because she's wanting to live in like California. She's wanting a nice house. You can tell that she's a very spoiled oh, yeah. girl. And they don't ever say her age, do they? I don't think so. Um, I can assume since she's living with her dad. I if I had to guess her age, I would put her somewhere in like the sixteen. To seventeen. See, I, I I was thinking from the eighteen to twenty, like I was thinking right out of school because she don't ever say anything about school. No, no, she doesn't really. So yeah, I, I sixteen to twenty. I yeah, we'll put it there safe, then. Safe bit. But she's complaining, and when they finally get to the house, you realize, oh, okay, they bought Mister or Mrs. O'Grady's uh, home. Yep. And like I said, it's ten years later, and nothing's out of the house. It's almost like they left it the right. way that night. Right. And she, like I said, she's complaining the entire time and talking about it. Uh, who decorated this? Dracula? Yeah. They go down to the basement and all the cobwebs are everywhere and stuff. And her dad keeps telling her they're doing a fresh start. So the way I kind of took that was, which they don't really give a backstory. Yeah. And you know, I want to hear the backstory. Right. Um, where's the mom? Did she pass? Did she leave him? Right. What's going on, you know? But they go down to the basement. She's looking. Well, all of a sudden, she sees this big spider, and that's it. No, she's done. Yeah. She's done with it. So she's like, nope, that's it. I'm, I'm calling the hotel. She takes off. She mm-hmm. goes upstairs, and she's, as she's calling the hotel number, she bumps into, which is a guy named Nathan. He's a painter. Yep. So he bumps in, she bumps into him, spills his paint on him, and she's like, oh, I'm here, here. She gives it, tries to give him a 20, I believe is what it was. Yep. And he's like, I don't want that. Well, then she reaches for more, and he's like, no, a simple I'm sorry would do the trick, you know? Right. So, and I, she never did really say it, did she? No, she never apologized. She, he said that, you know, a simple sorry would probably cover it, and she's just like, oh, oh okay, here, take this. She puts the money in his hands and, and goes to walk off. Yeah, because she's still trying to technically get a hold of the uh, hotel room. Right. And he kind of conjures uh, her into staying. Yeah, he kind of he, he kind of does that whole... Well, yeah, I understand, you know, you know, girls and, you know, stuff like that. So she plays the whole feminist card. And was like, hey, this is the 90s. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because he's like, I know, the women being, or girls scared of spiders. Yeah, and, yeah. She's like, no, this is the 90s. Women are equals. Right. So they play that whole little feminist thing. Like, she's, you can tell she's still this kid, but she wants to be this, you know, big adult person. Right. You know. And as they're talking, then it cuts over to Ozzy and Alex. We get introduced to the other two painters. Finally. Yes. Finally. And they had, I don't care, you can put it up to any film. 
I think these two, Ozzy and Alex, have the best chemistry. It's like a, it's amazing. It's almost, and I know I'm not trying to say they're better or they're just as good, but I'm saying I would compare it to like Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, like they fed off each other so good. The timing was perfect, and and it's really weird to say because I, I don't know how old he was, but Ozzy at that age having that kind of chemistry with a kid. Yeah. I mean, that kid couldn't have been no more 12 or 13 years old. Right. And and I'm going to venture a guess to say Ozzy was somewhere in his 30s. Yeah. You know, that's maybe, what I would put it know, to, some, yeah. Somewhere around there. But for them to be able to go, you know, back and forth like that, so quick at it, and it, it was it was, it was was really cool. Which they, they hint to the fact that Ozzy has, like, a mental disability, mm-hmm. which it doesn't really seem like really debilitating. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like he's like he's got a kid mind to him, but at the same time he says and he he says a lot of things and he in the words that he uses are a whole lot more mature than what a kid would use. Right. So while his mind's probably not where <laughs> it should be for his age, right. He's still more mature than a kid. Yeah. Than a kid. I don't think he's technically slow or anything like right, that. Right. It's just. He some people mature quicker right, and stuff right, like exactly. that. And you and how he was, you know, what's his backstory about being raised? Was he this or that? And that's another thing you don't get that backstory, right? But you get introduced to them, and Ozzy's telling Alex about the UFOs. Yeah. So already you know, okay, Ozzy's out there. Like he he right. But he even says something later about comic books. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that he's into the superhero, the comics, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and the hell, it, Alex kills him because he's just like. Okay, enough of it, Ozzy. I'm tired of hearing about it. You yeah. know, like it's the kid telling the adult, uh-huh. "Quit, quit talking at your butt." I'm tired of hearing about right, it. Right, right. And Ozzy and Alex, they 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 work so good together that they reminded me like their big brother, little brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love after uh, what's his name, Nathan and Tori start talking. Her dad comes out and he's like, you know what, honey, you're right. We're just going to get a hotel room. Well, now she's kind of like trying to still show that we are strong, women are strong. She's like, no, 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 dad, go ahead and put the bags back in the in the house. And he's doing, she's doing this in front of Nathan to kind of get like Nathan to back, back off of her. Right. And then it goes back to Ozzy and Alex. <laughs> and uh, Alex and Ozzy are walking over and Alex sits on this little, I guess it's a chair or whatever he sits on. He goes, man. I sure could go for a beer right now. And Ozzy gets right in his face and he's like, don't you ever, ever touch that stuff. You know what? Yeah. Like, that's where I was like, it's almost like the big brother, little brother thing. Right. But Tori and Nathan, it cuts back to them and they're going down in the basement. Mm-hmm. And which, well, no, actually it's just Tori. It's not Nathan. She's coming down there with uh, something cold to drink. Yeah, it's like two glasses on this little tray. Yeah. Yeah. Which... As she's down there looking, we see that the leprechaun is passed out in the crate still after yep. all these years. And Nathan, all of a sudden, we see this big old sheet just fall on top of, I think it's either a sheet or it's a tarp. I don't know what it was. It looks like a painter's sheet. Is that what it was? You know, like almost like a drop cloth? Yeah. That's kind of what it looked like. But <laughs> he drops it on her and uh, she spills everything and... He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know you was down here. And she goes, well, I'll come down here and make a peace offering. So she was technically going to say, hey, I'm sorry, here yeah, you go. Yeah. And they're looking at all this stuff, and she's like, I wonder what's in the box. Well, of course, right when they start to go for the box, we hear Ozzy start yelling. They take off upstairs, and you see Ozzy's covered in blue paint. Uh-huh. 
And oh, Alex, Alex is laughing. Yeah, Alex is cracking up, and Alex is like, "That's a good look for you, Ozzy." <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I told you to hold, make sure you hold that ladder still." <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, Ozzy, why don't you just go ahead and go wash off?" And I love it because he turns around, and looks at Alex, he goes, "I don't even like blue." <laughs> and he just walks off, you know. But then we go into the house with Ozzy as he's wiping his face off, you know. Now Ozzy starts hearing a little child singing again, just like Mrs. O'Grady did. So he's following it. He goes down to the basement. And we, of course, we all know it's the mm-hmm. leprechaun singing. I don't remember what, what he was singing on this part. Oh, I don't remember either. Now, did he ever say, please let me out or no? No. He didn't say that this time. The only time he ever said anything in that little kid's voice was when uh, Mrs. O'Grady was walking up to the suitcase. And he said, let me out. I'm suffocating. Yeah. But he never said that. He just he was just singing the whole time whenever... Uh, Ozzy was making his way down. And, like I said, the guy that played Ozzy, man, what was his name here? Uh, Mark Holton. He did such a good job as playing this lovable character. Yeah, he did. And he's just like, hello. Like, he's got that little soft voice. And then he's like, how'd you even get in there, you know? He's, I mean, he, he's going to help this little girl out. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, it got quiet, and he puts his head up to that crate. And all of a sudden, oh, but when he, that's what I was fixing to skip. When he goes up to the crate, he brushes that old... Four leaf clover off. Yeah, and and the thing about the four leaf clover is, it was holding him in there because I, the whole mystic power behind the four leaf clover and leprechauns or whatever like that, he couldn't touch it. He couldn't get rid of it, and it was on top of the crate that he was in. Right. So whenever they, whenever Ozzy brushed the four leaf clover off, it kind of removed that barrier. Yeah. So now he's able to break out and do his thing. So Ozzy sticks his head down in there, and all of a sudden, boom! The fist comes up through it, and. When he fall when he falls to the ground, um, the leprechaun comes out and he goes right up to Ozzy, and pretty much he's telling him about, uh, I've been trapped in there for what do you say, ten years? Ten yeah, years. ten years. And then he looks down and there's a, I don't know what kind of bug it, it, it was. It looked like a scorpion for a second. Yeah, I don't know what a scorpion would be down there, but yeah. he grabs it, and he eats it, and he's like, I'm starving. Have I haven't eaten in 10 yeah. years. And he's like, by the way, have you seen the pot of gold? And Ozzy's face, when he shakes his head, no, kills me. Because yeah. he just is. He's, just, he's, he's just like, like a kid <laughs> trying to deny everything. But he kills me because the leprechaun is, like you said, he's so likable. He's acting all, like, nice to Ozzy. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, he grabs him by the ear when he says no, and he goes, tell me, or I'll bite your ear off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just that little switch mm-hmm. where, he, you know, he he don't know if Ozzy's lying to him or not. Right. And Ozzy's reaction kills me because he just kind of looks over at the door and he just kind of goes, <laughs> like that nervous little... <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He starts running up the basement steps and the leprechaun shuts the door with his power. But then, you know, Ozzy opens the door, takes off, and he goes, I'm not strong enough yet. I don't have all... Uh, what did he say? I don't, I don't have, have my gold. Yeah, I don't have my or, gold. Or have me gold. Yeah. So that's, on, and that's what he says to him. He goes, you got to wait because yeah. my powers are weak. <laughs> Ozzy runs out there and he tells the gang... Oh, he kills me, man. He comes out there. Is this what is it? Didn't he slip? No, 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 no this part. But he comes out. Like, yeah. He comes out of the house and he's flipping out about the leprechaun, and nobody's believing him at all. And he's what's he? You you talk about when he's describing him. And he's talking about the Lucky Charms and all that stuff. Yeah, he was. He was just. He was basically. He was mumbling the whole time. He's like, "This leprechaun, this little guy. He didn't even ask for any Lucky Charms." <laughs> it was. Just, 
It was just crazy. He was just mumbling around, going through this whole thing. He had the top hat on, and these shoes, and the buckles, and and he he was a shoemaker, and he didn't even ask for any lucky charms. Yeah, and he was like, he tried to clean shoes. Yeah, like, <laughs> but he didn't kiss me because he's like, he he's got these he's got these little nasty fingers and, and a little dirty face. He's got these horrible teeth, and then he says, <laughs> I know he never. Uh, what do he say? I know he never does brush them <laughs> like yeah. that. He, he made sure he pointed <laughs> yeah. that out. And so now they all go to the basement. They're like, well, let's go check it out. And Nathan picks up the stick. And, you know, Ozzy's like, don't go in there. Don't go down there. Don't go, you know, he's just flipping out. He picks that stick up and he goes, that, that ain't going to be big enough. <laughs> <laughs> so as they as they all start to walk, they tell him, well, you can stay out here. And he goes, uh-uh. No, he's been like, I'll go down there with you just in case, just in case, you know. So they go down to the basement and they're looking for the leprechaun. And now he is down there still watching them. Mm-hmm. But they don't ever see him. And then they start hearing some movement. And it's funny because uh, Tori starts kind of moving over where Ozzy is because now she's like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. And Alex and Nathan are the brave ones, I guess you could say. Right. They go over to the corner and they hear something. Well, finally, it just turned out to be a big rat mm-hmm. or a mouse, whatever you call it. It looked like a rat to me. It was, if it was a mouse, it was a big old mouse. <laughs> right. So then they go back up. But here's, here's my thing. I mean, of course, we're, we're looking into this yeah. like it was real. Right. They go back upstairs, they walk outside, and then out of nowhere, no rain, nothing, a, a rainbow shows up. It, it's kind of what blew me away, too. I was thinking, just like, out of nowhere, you see this rainbow? Yeah, like, what? no dark clouds, no thunder, no rain, it was just boom. Mm-hmm. If a dude just come out of this house screaming about a leprechaun, and then a rainbow just shows up out of nowhere? I'd have, I'd have questions. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, no hmm. doubt. But it, see, and, but it also makes me wonder, because... Which we're fixing to get into where they went, you know, from the rainbow. Yeah. But it really makes me wonder if the leprechaun didn't conjure the rainbow up to lead to the gold. So oh, he can find the gold. Oh, you talking about the leprechaun doing that? Right. Okay, I, I was fixing Why would he lead him there if he knew? Yeah, yeah. Well, I it, it was just like, I don't know if he was he was the one that conjured up the rainbow. Because they always say at the end of a rainbow is the pot of gold. Mm-hmm. So if he conjured <clears> it up so he could find out where the gold was. Right. You know what I mean? And they just happened to get there before he did. And this is what's funny because Ozzy's like, "Come on, huh? we got, we got, we got to find the end, of the, the end of the rainbow." And old Alex is just like, "Ozzy, would you?" Right. He, he, lo- he. You can tell he loves Ozzy, but he's also embarrassed by him sometimes. And he's like, "My daddy always, or well, did he say my daddy? My daddy always told me at the end of the rainbow, you know, you'll find." Oh, I don't remember who he said told him, but he takes off and of course Alex is like I'll get him back on track and we'll finish the job and yeah. they take off this is where Ozzy's running down a hill and he slips and falls and I always wonder if that was like legit supposed to happen or anytime I'm watching a movie where something like that happens I wonder if they just left it in there because it, it just went with it right and, and it really it really goes to if that's the case and the actor plays it off it just goes to show you how good of an actor they are mm-hmm. um, the, the thing that like the idea is like Django Leonardo DiCaprio when he smashes his hand down and cuts right. his hand on the glass and he kept going they kept it in there because you know he just went with it so if, if that wasn't a part of it when he slipped and fell then he did a really good job of keeping keeping his composure yeah and what they end up doing is they find uh, one gold coin in this old truck yep. and they're even talking about like remodeling the truck you know yeah but it's funny because he picks the gold coin up and Alex is like give me that and he kills me because this is where that child that that lovable child uh-huh. thing. He's like, hold on, I'll get back to you in just a minute. Yeah. I did, I don't, you yeah. know, he, <laughs> he runs, runs around the truck. Ozzy runs around the truck to the passenger side, and Alex crawls through it and says, give me that, and grabs it. He looks at it, 
And then all of a sudden, the bag of uh, gold appears like it. Don't it just, it just, yeah, it just pops up out of nowhere behind the seat. So Alex picks it up, opens it up. He goes, here, here, you can have your coin. Yeah. He's going to take the other 99. Uh-huh. And he goes, I wonder if it's real. And, and Ozzy says, well, I, there's a way of telling if it's real. And he bites down on it. But it's, <laughs> but it's funny because you can tell what he bites down on it. You hear him go, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he just kind of starts choking it down. Yeah. And then he turns around. He goes, oh, no. I just swallow that coin. He goes, can you die from swallowing a coin? <laughs> or go, go, uh, can you die from uh, swallowing uh, gold coins? Yeah. And he's like, nice going, Jaws. <laughs> that, that killed me right there. I love it. I love the way they play off each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, they made the show. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's legit, you know. It's, for me, it is, like, my line of characters that I like the most. Warwick Davis is number one, Ozzy's number two, and Alex is number three. Oh, yeah. Without With, Without question. <clears throat> yeah. And... So they go back to the house, and they, now they tell him. Alex is telling um, Ozzy, let's hide the money. Let's not say anything to anybody or hide the gold coins. And he's like, well, yeah, we, you know what I mean? Comics we can buy? And he's like, yeah, but we can get an operation to fix your brain, which Alex knows there's no such thing. But yeah. I feel terrible for Ozzy because he's like, well, I'm not that, you know, stupid or whatever. And right. he's like, "If people make – he goes – yeah, but when people make fun of you, he's like, they don't make fun of me. He goes, they do behind your back. Yeah. And it's almost that innocence where Alex, like a child innocence. You know, they'll say some right. things. Kids will say things that will hurt your feelings or just blunt without thinking about it before they say it. And it's not the fact that they're lying to you. Right. It's the fact that it's just they're so blunt with the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's the way he was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he wasn't telling him anything that he wasn't trying. I don't think he was trying to hurt his feelings. No. But it was one of those things like he just told the truth. And I felt like he was trying to give him hope. Yeah. You know. But we go back to the house and you see Nathan and Tori and they're they're walk they're painting. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's some kind of chemistry between the two. Yeah. Well Nathan says, I'm gonna uh, go get some more paint. She says, Yeah, I'm gonna head to the truck. I don't know what she's getting. But as she goes to the truck, we the camera pans down and you see the leprechaun underneath the truck and he kills because he sees her legs. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he starts rubbing her leg, you know. And she kills because she's like, Nathan. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, why would Nathan run across, hide underneath the truck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And she's so. like, what are you doing? And you see Nathan behind her. Well, she turns around, and she realizes it's not or it's not Nathan. And then... When she jumps back, his claws cut him. I don't think he cut her on purpose. Yeah. I think when she jumped back, he cut her. Yeah. She falls down. Nathan runs over there, and then her dad runs over. And uh, they're like, what happened? She goes, I thought you was uh, rubbing my leg. He goes, you love me? <laughs> she goes, that's besides the point, you know. And her dad's trying to convince her it was just an animal. She goes, that was no animal. She goes, I know the difference between an animal and a man caressing my leg. And he goes, you do? Yeah. <laughs> Like, just like any other dad who's like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. You know. His heart just like sunk a little um, bit. He's like, dang it. Yeah, he's like, we're going to have to have a discussion. And then all of a sudden you hear a cat a crying. Cat yeah. And we find out that it's the leprechaun doing the cat noise. Mm-hmm. Well, J.D., which is her dad, he's like, well, there's your, uh, what do you say? There's your secret admirer right there. Yeah. Well, Nathan mentions something about it being a possum. Yeah. He said it was probably a possum or whatever. And they had the cat meow. And then they go over to the tree where they hear the cat meow. So, JD walks over to the tree to find out which they follow him, and he goes, "It sounds like it's hurt." So he sticks his arm down in there, 
in this tree, which I, I ain't about. No. And he's going, you know, he's sitting there calling for the cat, and all of a sudden you hear the big bite. He pulls his hand up, and it's, it's that ain't no cat bite. Got real deep in his palm. He starts flipping out, and the camera shows the leprechauns in the tree, and he's got blood on his teeth. Licking his lips. Yeah. And they run back to the truck, and they're like, we got to get him to the emergency room in the hospital. And now here comes Ozzy and Alex, and they all jump in the truck. Well, they're trying to start the truck, and again, it's the distributor cap is messed up. So they really focus on that for a minute because that's going to play back yeah. later in the movie. But I like the sign. It says uh, on the truck, it says, Three Men That Paint. Mm-hmm. That's all That's all their company's called, I guess. Alex gets out, jiggles the distributor cap, fires up. Well, as they take off to take her dad to the emergency room, the leprechaun runs into the barn. Doing doing his little run, man. It's, <laughs> and I don't know. Warwick Davis is a little person. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's just how he walks normally, mm-hmm. but I think he adds that flavor to it whenever he's you know doing the leprechaun. Right. He's got his flailing his arms around and oh, he's just yeah. running. It's, it's just awesome. Yeah. He, he plays a leprechaun so good. And and uh, oh, where was I at now? Oh, they take off and he runs to the barn and then he comes out on a was a tricycle, a little tricycle, and that that's the part that. I don't know if the critics just didn't like that or not, but like I said, to me, that made it fun. Oh, yeah, and he's doing his little laugh the whole time. Yes. He, he always finds something to either drive or ride or, you know. Not and, just in this one. No, no, yeah, yeah. And one's coming up, too. The- <clears throat> so they take off, and they're going to the uh, emergency room, and he's behind them. Well, when they get in town, Ozzy and Alex, they tell him to go, I'll go get y'all something to eat. Well, they're going to run to the pawn shop to get that gold coin checked out. They go to this pawn shop, and the owner's telling them uh, he's never seen a gold coin like this, and it could be worth anywhere from, I think he said, like 500 Yeah, he said if it's pure gold, it could be worth up to 500 but if there's historical value, it can be priceless. Right. And they trusted him pretty good leaving that gold coin with him, but he's like, I'll make a receipt for you. Yeah. And, but it's funny because Ozzy's like, you think uh, that could have come from a leprechaun? <laughs> yeah. And the dude don't even say a word. He just looks over at him. Ozzy's like, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So they leave. And because, of course, um, the other two don't know where they went. And they're supposed to be going to get something to eat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they leave the store. Or they leave the pawn shop. And the pawn shop, pawn shop owner is kind of locking everything up. You know, he's closing for the night. And he goes to the safe, and you keep hearing a little ring, ring, mm-hmm. a little bell going off. And he goes to the safe, and he's putting a combination. While all of a sudden, the tricycle out of nowhere comes and bumps into him. And I don't know why, but this has always been one of my favorite death scenes of the whole series. Right. It's just it's simple, but he he moves it around, opens up the safe, and when he opens up the safe, Leprechaun busts out and just starts. He says, "I want me gold." Takes the gold coin, or he bites the dude's leg, makes uh-huh. him fall down. Then he takes the gold coin, and what's he say about? Uh, don't even try to wipe his shoes for a minute. Yeah, yeah. He, his whole thing behind it is he was he's a shoemaker also. Mm-hmm. So he's like obsessed with shoes and polishing <laughs> shoes and making shoes are all nice and pretty. <clears throat> and he says something about uh, it's not nice to steal from a leprechaun. Walks over there and gets a pogo stick, and here he comes. <laughs> Which, you know, you've never seen that in any kind of horror movie. No. And, it, and he's he's 
doing nursery rhymes while he's jumping on top of this guy with a pogo yeah, stick. He's like, this old man, he, he played, played one. <laughs> he played knick-knack on your lung. Like, yeah. And it's just the way he's going about doing it. It just shows him just pogoing right on top of this dude's chest. It's, but what happened to the dude's face? Did you notice that? I did. I noticed his face was all kinds of jacked up. So I don't know if they're just insinuating that he jumped on his face first. I don't know. Before he was jumping on his chest. But they never showed him jumping on his face. Right. But they showed the pogo stick on his chest. And what's funny is, is it reminded me of the Austin Powers movie. He goes over and gets the pogo stick. And as he's jumping toward him, he's going, no, no, yeah. before he ever makes it to him. And I'm like, dude, just start rolling. Yeah. Your legs, the whole thing is hurt. Get out get out of there, you know. Right. But, yeah, so he's pogo and sticking on his chest, pretty much just suffocating him, killing him. Caving his chest in. Yeah, and then he gets done, and then he goes over to his shoes, and he polishes his shoes. <laughs> and he said, you'll be good to go in no time. Yeah. He, it's, it's just so, it's awesome. So we go back to the diner, or now we're at the diner, and it's Tori and Nathan, and they're just sitting there talking, and she, you know, she's like, first night in, first night in the new house in this new town, and she goes, my dad's already in the emergency room. Right. And they're just kind of sitting there waiting on Ozzy and Alex. It ain't really a big scene. Well, then it cuts to Leprechaun. He's driving this little truck that he found in the pawn shop. And he, he, even, he even took the pogo stick. Did he? Yeah, the pogo stick was in, in the back of the little oh, truck. I didn't see that. Yeah. But he, he's flying down the road with oh, this yeah, little yeah. truck. And we see a cop sitting on the side of the road. And he sees him go by. Well, he takes off after him. And it's funny because the cop gets out. And they, they do that classic. They show the... Uh, feet getting out first of the yeah. cop like it's a big bad cop he walks over to it and he's like aren't we a little too young to be out this late driving he goes no i'm 600 years old and he's like all right smart ass. you know yeah. <laughs> smart butt he kicks the thing and, they, and i didn't realize how much the leprechaun does that in this movie when he kicks and the officer kicks his truck he goes <sighs> yeah he does he, that little growl yeah he, he i didn't realize he does that so much in this film uh-huh. does he do it in the other ones i wonder I don't remember him doing it a whole lot in the second or the third one. I know he did it quite a bit, but uh, he reaches when he bends down. He's uh, the officer reaches down because I don't remember what the leprechaun actually says to him. Well, the cop reaches down and says, "Why don't you take that mask off?" And he oh says, yeah, it's not it's not nice to make fun of a leprechaun or something like that to that effect. Well, then he grabs his face mm-hmm. with his hands. I guess he's clawing at his face, but it's funny because he sees the gun. And he does a little, ah, like, oh, snaps. And, yeah. He grabs it, and you think he's going to use it, and he just tosses it to the side. Yeah. Well, he lets go of the dude's face, and the cop takes off running. Why? He didn't get back in that car, like you said? Yeah, it just shows him running through the woods, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, why didn't you just get back in the car? <laughs> you know? But now we're back at the diner, and... The waitress brings over, the, you know, his plate, and it's meatloaf, and they're just talking again. And that meatloaf looks so good, too. <laughs> and mashed potatoes with brown gravy. <sighs> peas and carrots. Get rid of the peas and carrots. It would have been a perfect no, meal. Get on my face. <laughs> but they're just sitting there talking. They're still waiting for um, Ozzy and Alex to get back. Well, then it cuts back to the, uh, the cop running in the woods, and it's funny because Leprechaun's chasing them, and every time... The leprechaun chases somebody. He sticks his arm out mm-hmm. like he's trying his hardest to grab him. And it's funny because you can hear the cops say, get away from me, you little creep. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs and, oh, what's his, oh, he gets in this part of the woods, I guess you could say. He hides behind the a tree. Uh-huh. And I love because leprechaun walks over. He goes, oh, you want to play hide and seek, huh? Mm-hmm. And he looks around and he goes, he does that little <sighs> again yeah. and takes off. 
And the cop, instead of the cop turning back around and running back to the squad car, he goes deeper in the woods. Makes no sense. It's like the, you know, those old slasher movies where the woman always locks the door and runs upstairs. Yes. Kind of the same thing. Same exact thing. Same thing. So he runs off and he sees the leprechaun's hat sitting there in the middle. And, and that's what always kills me. It's like, why, why do you go over there and pick up the hat and examine it? You know, just if I saw the hat, I'd turn right back around and took off the other way. Yep. I would I would have never left the squad car. I know I'd take Exactly. So he gets there, he picks the hat up, and all of a sudden he hears the leprechaun laughing. Well, now the leprechaun's just toying with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm over here. And then, he, and then using his powers, he's going all around him. He's just circling him. But this always killed me. I always said it was the fetch scene because he's got his night stick out, and he's like, get away from me, and he's flipping out. He's like, leave me alone. Well, he finally sees the leprechaun, and he chunks the daggum nightstick at him. Yeah. I don't understand that. Leprechaun pops out, laughs, and he takes off running after him. And I always say he looked like a dog going after a stick. Yeah. <laughs> he just runs all the way away from him. And he's like, okay, we're good to go now. Yeah, so the officer takes off running again, sees a tree, and he sits by it. And he's like all sighing, and he's all relieved that I guess he thinks he escaped. Yep. And out of nowhere, the leprechaun falls on his shoulders. He's like... Got his hands around his neck, sitting there struggling, and all of a sudden, bam, snaps his neck. But what kills me is, is I don't know what he's doing while he's poking his head. After he snaps the dude's neck, he's like all hunkered over. He's, yeah, he's on his shoulders, and he's like, well, that was fun. And he's just kind of playing with his head. He's just poking it back and yeah. forth, making it move. And it's, <laughs> it's just like this little kid playing with a little ball. Yeah. It's, 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 again, it's, that, it's funny. It's hilarious. So we're back at the diner again. And he goes, here, you really need to eat. Oh, Nathan's talking to Tori, and he's cutting up the meatloaf. She goes, you know what that is? That's cut up dead cow. And talking about how she's a vegetarian. Well, he takes her shoe off out from underneath the table, and he's like, you know what this is? Cut up dead cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it cut, and finally, Ozzy and Alex um, get back to the diner, and it cuts back to the house, and it shows Leprechaun getting inside the house. And I always like this because he gets up on the counter and he's like, "I need, hey, where's me gold? I, I got to find me gold. He's looking through the cabinets and he sees all the cereal and he starts throwing the cereal and he picks up Lucky Charms and he sees the picture of the leprechaun. And he's like, oh, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Pours the uh, Lucky Charms in his hand and starts eating it. And then he goes, and he spits it out. Which I never was a big fan of Lucky Charms. I can't stand them myself. Yeah, I don't like them. And he throws them down. But he, like I said, he's looking for the gold. And then it's funny because he's going through these drawers and he sees this mirror. And he picks it up and he sees himself and he goes, ah! Like, he scared his own self. Then he finally, and he slowly turns it back to him where he can see his reflection. He's all, like, styling his eyebrows and like, stuff. Ah, ah. And then he throws it back in the, uh, the drawer. And then it, it's kind of like, not really a montage, but it's like cutting to see what he's been up to. Yeah. And all he's doing is piling the kitchen table full of these tennis shoes and boots stuff, and he's just starting to polish them. Like you said, he's got a infatuation with it. That's what he does, you know. Which will actually come into play a little bit later. Yes. So now the gang shows back up to the house, and they walk in, and it's funny because the refrigerator door is open. There's boots all shined up and shoes and all this stuff. And I think it's Nathan's like, oh, man, was this a bear? And I'm like, come on now. Yeah. Really? And she's like, great, my dad left left uh, food in the house. 
And Alex kills me because uh, they're like, I think Ozzy says something about, looks like somebody done got in here. And he goes, no crap, Sherlock, but it says the S word. Yeah. And the old Ozzy turns around and he goes, you want me to get a bar of soap and wash your mouth out? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and how about after uh, I, we do that, I'll ground myself for a week. And he takes his ball cap and he slaps Ozzy across the shoulder with it. <laughs> like I said, they, they just steal each scene they're in. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. And, it kind of, you know, Nathan and Tori, they start cleaning up. Well, Ozzy and Alex go into the, looks like the living room, I'm going to say. And they're talking about killing a leprechaun. He goes, Alex, do you know, do you think you can kill a leprechaun? Alex's like, yeah, you can kill anything. And what's he say? Give me a, what does Alex say? He's a uh, gun. For a 40, or the Magnum. 357. Uh, 357 Magnum or a 45 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he's like, just give me that. Let me put it up to the little bugger's brain or head and pow. Like, yeah. he, you know, he's acting bad to the bone. Mm-hmm. But another thing we noticed. Well, you noticed it. Daggum jacket. Yep. Nathan is wearing a Tommy Jarvis jacket. It's the blue jean jacket with the furry in line. The, the, the line fur that has the puff on it. Tommy Jarvis. This is the second movie that we watched that somebody was wearing Tommy Jarvis's outfit. Yes. And we know that this one was actually after Friday 13th Part 6. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. The style, it wasn't that big of a thing for every horror movie to have it. you know. Blue jeans and the Tommy Jarvis jacket. That's what I call it now. Is It's a Tommy Jarvis jacket. You'll have one in the next couple months. I might try to find one in this size. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. But anyway, uh, but it's funny because they're sitting there talking. They just got done cleaning the room or the kitchen, Tori and Nathan. And they hear the bell ringing. And, of course, the music's creeping. It's going to make you really feel like Leprechaun's about to pop out. What's well, Ozzy. And he's like, look what I found. Ding, yeah. ding. Ring like, a little bell. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we cut, like I said, I'm going to skip a couple scenes. We cut to Ozzy and Alex sitting on the couch again. This time they're just BSing. Well, they walk. They hear the bell start ringing. And... Tori walks in and she's like, Ozzy, can you cut it out with the bell? And the bell's sitting there on the table between mm-hmm. them. And they're not ringing it. So now they realize, okay, something's outside. Right. And Nathan says, well, I'll go out and see what's going on. Nathan goes out, looks, and I think everybody else stayed in the house. But Nathan walks out with his Tommy Jarvis jacket. <laughs> and <laughs> he walks outside and all of a sudden... He gets uh, in a bear trap. Yep. Clamps down on his calf, everything. He falls down, and Leprechaun just comes out of nowhere and starts beating the crap out of Nathan. Mm-hmm. Dancing around him, laughing the whole time. Yeah. And this is the only scene where I'm like, man, they really should have got somebody else to play the Leprechaun instead of the stuntman. See, and I don't know why they got a stuntman to play that part. Because I, it was very obvious that it was not Warwick Davis. It was a skinnier, taller, and he was hunkered over trying yeah, to be shorter. Trying to be shorter, yeah. Which, you know, we know in movies, like, sometimes they won't let actors do their own stunts. Right. But, man, this one was noticeable. Oh, yeah, it was very bad. And I don't remember, does he bite on his leg? I don't think he bites his leg. I know it's, he tries to. Yeah. And, like I said, he's got the bear trap, but... It's a pretty decent little fight. I mean, yeah. he's uh, Nathan's putting up a fight with his leg in that bear trap. Nice little tussle. Well, then they hear him screaming, so they run outside. And it's funny because he tells uh, 
Oh, he tells Alex, he goes, go get the shotgun. Mm-hmm. And she's got a stick, and she's hitting him in the back with it. And he's just, he, I mean, he's taking a licking. Well, Ozzy says, I'll go call 911. He runs in there, and you go, you tell this part when he gets on the phone. He, he, ah, I'm trying to remember how he said it. Help, help. Yeah. Help, help. The war, the attack has begun. The war is on. Bring the Navy, the Marines, the Army, all of them. The leprechaun the is leprechaun attacking. is attacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it shows the officers on their line. They're like, they're like, that was Ozzy. What is it this time? UFOs? Is that? He's like, no, it's a leprechaun. Yeah. And the sheriff's like, leprechaun. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, and it's something that you can tell that they've dealt with Ozzy before in the, oh, in the yeah. past. And he even says Ozzy's a good boy. He said, "What is it this time? A leprechaun? That's a good one." And it's funny because they finally get the shotgun out to uh, Nathan. He takes it, bam, just fires it and shoots a uh, leprechaun. <laughs> Here comes Ozzy, and he slips again. Mm-hmm. He slips again, falls down, and, and you can hear somebody go, "Ozzy, you okay?" Yeah, like, that, like, yeah. <laughs> like, and again, this is one of those things. Like, did, was that part of the scene? Was he supposed to fall, or did he just fall and it looked like it belonged there? Right. And it's funny because he runs over there, and, and they're like, "We got to call nine one one." He goes, "I already did." And Jennifer Aniston, or not? Well, yeah, that's who she is. But her character Tori, she's like, "Ozzy, you call nine one one?" Why? Yeah, he goes, "I told him to bring the army, the navy, this and that," and she's like. Please tell me you didn't tell them a lepre- leprechaun was attacking us. He goes, of course I did. That's what it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I love that. Because that's that kid innocence. That kid innocence. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that that kills me. But they get the bear trap off of Nathan's leg, and the, uh, they're inside the house. Yep. And they're like, we got to get Nathan to the ER. So they're going to start heading out to the truck. And they get to the truck, and... Of course, they all finally get in there. Leprechaun pops up, and uh, he smashes through the windshield mm-hmm. and starts to bite Ozzy on his left ear. And But it's funny because before he bites his left ear, uh, you know, they're all trying to get it started. That's what it was. Okay, here, let me rewind this back here for a second. <laughs> so they get in the truck. It won't fire up again. And he's and Alex is like, daggum distributor cap. So he gets out, taking a sweet time. And when he opens it up, Leprechaun's in there biting the distributor cap. Yeah. So he gets back in. They roll the windows up, lock the doors, and now he punches through the window. And but as he's reaching toward Ozzy, Ozzy's got a paintbrush in his hand, just slapping his hand. Did <laughs> just, you notice that? Yeah, he was just kind of just kind of trying to paint him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that killed me because uh, man, I love Ozzy. He's hilarious. And that's when he gets a hold of Ozzy's ear and starts biting it. And Tori, uh, she pushes in the what was that? The cigarette lighter. Yep. And she pulls it out, puts it in his... Sticks it right on his nose. Yeah, his nose. That's what it was. He flips out. They they take off. They go back into the house. I'm saying that right. Ain't it? Don't they go back in the house? Yeah. So, yep, that, that's right. They go they go back in the house. And does he get the does he get the car the little car at this part? Don't he run off to the barn? Yeah, I think I think before they go back into the house, he. Um, they're there. They're still in the car. He goes into the barn and he gets into this car that just barrels out of this the the barn. <laughs> handmade. He made it. Yeah, this little handmade car that's got like a little pitchfork on the front of it. Yeah, it's got and a it's got a horn. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He just pulls his lever. The horn goes off and he just barrels into the side of this truck and flips it over. That yeah. Now that that was a little corny. That's probably the only scene where I was like, 
that little bitty car knocked uh-huh. that whole big truck over, you know, exactly. with all these people inside of it. Right. Yeah, it was, yeah. So he chases all of them back into the house. Well, right when he gets to the house, they shut the door on his left hand, mm-hmm. and they cut his actual hand off. Yep. Now, this is one part I always wondered. The hand falls inside the house, and, you know, he's flipping out that his hand's cut off. The hand opens the door. Mm-hmm. Why did he not just walk inside the house? Because he opened the hand, opened the door, and then the hand crawls out. Instead of him just picking up the hand and going back in the house, he takes off. And I'm like, he had another plan. I guess. <laughs> and now, um, she calls the cops herself. Tori does. And when we see the chief or the sheriff, whatever you want to call him, he's calling, trying to reach out to a co- officer. It cuts to the officer he's trying to talk to, and you realize that the officer's dead. He's sitting in the passenger seat. And it's the leprechaun, and he's doing his voice. He's mimicking his voice. Yep. And he tells him, I'll check on it. Everything's going to be all right, you know. And finally, I think it goes back to the barn where, is it, oh, um, yeah, it's it's Ozzy, and uh, he accidentally slips and tells Nathan and Tori about the gold, right? Yeah, he mentions the gold that when they took the gold to the uh, pawn shop. Yeah, and as soon as he does that, as soon as he mentions the gold, Alex kind of like hits him. And she goes, what gold? He goes, oh, no, never mind. And Tori's like, no, what's going on, you know? Yeah. When when Ozzy says that, she knows, okay, they're, they're up to something. And she pulls Alex to the side. And Alex says, we found some gold. And she's like, well, wh- wh- why didn't you tell us? She goes, because we were going to put it back for operation for Ozzy. To help him, what she, what he said to help him get a brain operation, or a new brain, or something. I think he's a new brain. And she's like, "You can't do that." He goes, "Well, I know that, but Ozzy doesn't." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she, he finally, she finally says, well, "Where'd you hide the gold?" And he goes, "We put it in the well." Mm-hmm. So now she goes to get the uh, gold because she realizes that's what the leprechaun's wanting. Right. So she gets out there, and of course she's pulling up the bucket and. Bam, he appears out of nowhere. And instead of her hand in, or she reaches the gold out and he, and it like floats to him. And he looks at it and he goes, It smells like me gold. It looks like me gold. Tastes like It tastes like me gold, you know. He's all dancing. And you said that he kisses her? Yeah, he goes up to her and he kind of kisses her on the cheek. Yeah, because like he, that's all he wanted. And just dances away. Now, do you think if he would have got all of it and he'd have left him alone? I don't know. He got his gold coin back from that one guy at the pawn shop, and he ended up killing him. Right. So, I, I don't know. But uh, she takes off, and she's like, okay, Leprechaun's got his gold. Yep. That's all he wanted. You know, she's thinking, okay, now it should be over. Well, it cuts to Leprechaun. He's by the old truck, and he's counting. And, you know, he's like 97, 98, 99, and then he's like, they tricked me. I'm missing a piece of gold. He's like, nobody steals it. How do you say it? Man, I love how he says it. Nobody steals... uh, Nobody steals a leprechaun's gold. Yeah, like, you know, it's just... Like, again, there he is being all fun-loving, like, counting his gold. He's all thrilled. And then that little switch hit where it's like, nope, they just screwed me over. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Anyway, now we see that... uh, Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they're back at the house, and Alex goes, because, you know, 
Ozzy's ear is messed up. She tells him to go get some ice. So Alex goes into the kitchen to get the ice. Well, when he opens up the refrigerator, Leprechaun pops out. Yep. And he's scratching. I didn't ever really notice when he got a scratch, but he's trying to scratch on Alex's face. And it looks like he's trying to rip his shirt, too. You see, to me, it just looked like he was struggling with him, trying to keep him pinned down and just tussling around with him. Okay, see, I, I, th- I took it as he was yeah. trying to cut him up. Right. Excuse me. But anyway, they run over and they grab the leprechaun. They get him off of him. And it's funny because he gets up in the cabinets. Yeah. And they're like, he's in the cabinets. And he tells Tori, Nathan does, he's got a shotgun. He's like, you open the cabinet and I'm going to fire. They open up the middle cabinet and he pops out of the right one. Mm-hmm. They open up the right one, then he pops out the left one. He's like, you should have picked door number two, you know. <laughs> and then right when they open up th- the third one, a drawer pops out, and it's just his hand, and he grabs his junk. <laughs> and old Nathan, like, oh, he just <laughs> he goes off, and he just starts firing at will. Yeah, which, you know, he's just shooting at whatever. Yeah. But it's funny because then it goes to this part where everything's kind of calm, and they're looking for the leprechaun. And he just, it's like the leprechaun goes, you know what? Screw this. It is what it reminded me. He just pops out of the fireplace. He's like, ho, ho, ho. I'm right here. And I ain't no Santa Claus. <laughs> and he just takes a shot to the head. Yep. With a shotgun. But it was like at that moment, the leprechaun was just like, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm tired of chasing you. I'm just going to come out. And... Yep. But now, here's one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And I think you said it was yeah. yours. Yeah, I love it. So he shoots him in the head. And he's like, they're like, is he dead? He's like, oh, Nathan's like, yeah, he's dead. And all of a sudden, he gets up, Leprechaun does, and just takes off her. And he's like, can't catch me, you know. Mm-hmm. And him and uh, Tori, Nathan and Tori, are going through the house with the shotgun. And all of a sudden, through the hallway, Leprechaun comes, and he's screaming or laughing, I can't really tell, like a little child. But he's like, one, he, he looks like he's doing the surfboard thing mm-hmm. on the skateboard. Then he comes back by, and he's like posing on the skateboard. He's just he's teasing him. Yeah. The whole time. He's doing the whole little... <laughs> yeah, the thumb on the nose yeah. and waving on the fingers and stuff. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, he's making him waste his bullets is all he's doing. Right. Well, finally, he gets out, and he takes off running. Well... She goes to get on the phone, oh, uh, Tori, because it's ringing, and it's the leprechaun. Uh-huh. And I, I want to say he went down to the basement after he was on the skateboard back and forth. I can't remember if he went down to the basement or what, but he calls her anyway. Yeah. And he's like, I want me to go. She hangs up. She throws the phone. Well, then it rings again. He picks it up, and this little tiny baby hand comes out of the phone. <laughs> and all I could think of was that scary movie, too, where he's like, take my strong hand. My strong hand. She th- she throws the phone uh, she throws the phone and finally she talks to uh, she's like we've got to figure out how to kill this thing and Ozzy tells him old man Grady and he- here's where to me kind of got a backstory a small one but he says old man Grady used to tell me all about different stories so we know that Ozzy is either acquaintances with old man Grady or right. he's friends with him but. That's where he's getting these UFO stories. That's where he's getting... No wonder nobody believed Grady, Grady about yeah. all this stuff. And he tells him, old man Grady will know how to kill him. And Nathan says, well, old man Grady's in a... What is it? A nursing home? Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. rest center? A rest, yeah, a rest home. So she says, well, we got to get to them. She, we got to get to Grady and find out before the leprechaun gets to him. Mm-hmm. Here's the part about the shoes. I love well, it. <laughs> 
Well, now they, they're like, Tori's going to go get him, or going to go to the rest home to talk to Grady. But they need a distraction. So as she's taking off running to the truck, he, of course, he pops up on the, on the uh, hood, and they all come out with all these shoes, and they just start chunking them. And he looks at her, and he looks at the shoes for a minute, and then he's like, dadgummit, and the leprechaun jumps off. It's like he's compelled to go for the shoes and start polishing them. Yeah, and that's exactly what it does. He, he picks up this, like, high heel. He starts polishing it. They throw the other one. He just drops it, picks it up. Mm-hmm. So it's and, just, it, and it's hilarious because he'll pick one up. They'll throw another one. He'll look at the shoe, and then he'll look at them and go, Burr, and he'll go over there and grab yeah. it and start polishing it. Like, <laughs> and, and and there's that part where he goes, hey. yeah, and there's a little hiss again, you know. <laughs> and so she gets in uh, to her vehicle, and she takes off, and he watches her. He just watches her go by. Yeah. But you think that he's just going to let her go because he's too busy cleaning the shoes, and they run right. back in the house. And you see her driving down like this little highway, and all of a sudden you see him appear, and he's got roller skates on. And he's dragging himself behind her. Yes. And she makes a sharp turn. You hear him. He's like, whoa. And he shows him going down and he hits this white picket fence. And it's the outline of him. He goes through it. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's where they, they threw enough comedy in it to not ruin the movie. Kind of like see to Chucky or something like they that. They didn't go overboard with the comedy. Right. Like every everything, every bit of comedy in the movie had its place. And right, it, and it wasn't too much. To me, it was like everything you wanted to see in a Leprechaun movie. Right. Yeah. So Tori goes to the rest home, and she, you know, this is one of them scenes that. I mean, you talked about how they drag out scenes. I feel like they just took forever for her to get to Grady's right. room. Yeah. But she goes into the nursing home, and there's the security guard. He's asleep. She looks on the paper. She finds out where what room he's in. So she starts to go there. Well, finally, she gets to his room, and there's Grady. You see him from the behind. And she's like, uh, he's back. The leprechaun's back. We let him out. And as soon as he starts talking, you can tell it's the leprechaun. And she, Well, you, I, I kind of got the hint when, like, it showed the back of his head, and it looked like the leprechaun's hair. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that to me, I was like, yeah, that's, that's him. And, it, <clears throat> excuse me, and, but it's funny that, She's like, I need. We need to know how to kill this thing. And he goes, There's only one way to kill a leprechaun, but I'm not gonna tell you. And like, I'll never tell you. <laughs> yeah. And he turns around and it's the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. She takes off, and of course, instead of him hopping out of the wheelchair and running, he just starts booking it in, in, this, in the wheelchair. Yes. That's hilarious. And he's he's gone. I mean, he's taken mm-hmm. off. So again, there's another little clever chase that he's either driving or riding on top of something. Well, she gets to the elevator and right. <laughs> Right when the door's closed, you hear, like he ran into it. And out of nowhere, old man Grady falls through the elevator. He's just hanging there. Yep. And she's like, oh, my God, we got to get you down. And he's like, no, it's too late for me. He says, I knew he was coming back for me, but nobody believed me. And he said, he finally tells her, the only way to kill a leprechaun is a four-leaf clover. A Mm -hmm. fresh four-leaf clover, you have to lay it on top of his body. Okay, now... Like I said, this may be us just looking into it too much, but I'm just asking your opinion. Wouldn't you think, okay, the fresh four-leaf clover, when he laid that four-leaf clover on the box, wouldn't you think once it got old, he would be able to get rid of it? I I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, because it wasn't, like, directly on his body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't kill him. It was just, it was basically a barrier. And I don't know if it's more of the leprechaun superstition himself 
thinking. Right. Like, I know that there's a four-leaf clover on there. I can feel it. So I don't know if it's just maybe, maybe the fresh part of the four-leaf clover is what kills them. And the four-leaf clover itself is enough to just keep them at bay. Yeah. Kind of tame them. Right, yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. I mean, and, and I didn't think that was like a big flaw. I just right. just kind of was trying to put two and two together. To see, you know, because, I mean, everybody's got their own perspective of it. Right. So he tells her that there's a four-leaf clover patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, did he say in the, behind the well? What did he say? It's on the It's on the farm. I think he said behind the well. I don't remember exactly where he said it's at. I don't remember either. I know it's behind the house. Yeah, yeah, it's behind the house somewhere. So it cuts to now she's she's back in her Jeep and she's going and she parks right next to the the patch and she's looking and all of a sudden the leprechaun appears, grabs her hand, he goes, Little girls shouldn't look for four leaf clovers. And once again she takes off running, he's chasing her, but his arms reached out. Mm-hmm. He's trying to grab that booty, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> and them shorts. Yeah. Shorts, the nineteen ninety shorts with the you know colorful patches. Oh yeah, but she she runs to she runs down the hill where the old uh, truck is that they found the gold, mm-hmm. and she sees the uh, cops' lights going, and she goes, "Oh, thank God, there's a cop." She yeah. runs over there, gets into the driver's seat, and realizes the cop's dead. Well, the leprechaun pops up, and she takes the nightstick and shoves it in his right eye, and it, it that's one of them scenes where. It looked really good, but it was gross. Yeah, it was rough. It looked very rough. You can hear it going like all the as he squishes. Yes. Yeah. And he pulls it out, but I did. I thought this was so cool. Even back when I was younger and I first watched it, he gets in. She gets in the back seat. He gets in. Instead of going after her, he reaches over to the cop's face and pulls his his eyeball out. He's like an eye for an eye, and he shoves it in. I I I don't know. It just always stuck out with me that. He took the time to get the eyeball instead of going ahead and getting hurt. Right. And by this time, she's already out running again. And, excuse me, she's looking for a four-leaf clover again. Well, now, Ozzy and Nathan show up, and they're helping her look. And she's getting pissed off. She's getting upset. And Ozzy's like, you got to believe. And she tells him, Ozzy, cut the crap. You know, this isn't going to happen. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you got to have faith. And she says, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to pull a four-leaf clover out. She pull, And, of course, she pulls it out. And he's like, you did. I told you. You had to believe. Like, he's all excited <laughs> over it, you know. Well, the whole time they were looking for a four-leaf clover, Alex is sitting there, like, setting these traps up with these bear traps. Mm-hmm. He's got one outside, and then he's got one in this barn. And you can hear him talking to himself saying, I'm not afraid. I'm going to get him. I'm going to kill him, you know. And as he's in the barn uh, fixing this bear trap, the camera pans up, and you see the leprechaun's feet dangling. Mm-hmm. He's just watching them the whole time. And like I said, now they got the four-leaf clover, and the leprechaun attacks mm-hmm. Alex out of nowhere. And he's trying to shove it. And I, That would have been a good kill scene. I'm glad it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but... The little boy's acting. Alex's acting, man. Did really good when, when the leprechaun dove on him and he was trying to shove his head in the bear trap. In the bear trap. I don't know why, and this is going to sound dumb, but I still get chills when Ozzy runs through the thing and he's finally the hero. Ozzy comes in there and he's like, leave me alone, you little son of a gun. He's like, I'm, I'm the one you want. I got your gold coin. He goes, I swallowed it. I swallowed it. And he's like, then it's your belly I want. Yeah. And Ozzy takes off. Well, it's because Ozzy... Ozzy was the butt of a lot of jokes through the whole movie. Right. 
And now Ozzy's like, you know what? I'm saving my I'm saving my friend. Mm-hmm. If I, if it takes me sacrificing myself, I'm saving my friend. Man, I love it yeah. though. Yeah, I do too. And I think it was. Now that I think about it, when. When he says, uh, what's your belly I'm after? And he takes off after Ozzy. I think he does take the buckle off of his right shoe. Off of oh, yeah. the leprechaun. Yeah. Of course, he trips. Um, Ozzy trips. But I hate, man, when he just starts cutting them up. Just goes to town on them. Man. Yeah, I hate that for Ozzy, man. He yeah. just slaps, sla- you know, he's just slicing them up. And Alex runs over there with a four-leaf clover. And you can hear him saying, Ozzy, I'm gonna, I'll save you, Ozzy. And he's putting it, he's wrapping the four-leaf clover around a wad of gum. Puts in his slingshot, pulls it back, and he looks at the leprechaun. And leprechaun, he goes, "Hey, whatever he calls him, I don't know if he just says, hey, leprechaun,' or hey, whatever.' I don't remember. Leprechaun looks up and he goes, "What's he say? Choke on this mother effer or something like that? Yeah. Or just choke on this effer or something like that?" And he slingshots the dagum fully clover into leprechaun's mouth, and now leprechaun, you know, he you tell he's deteriorating, he's melting. Yep. He falls over to the well. And he's just slowly dying, and finally he just falls in. He's he's like totally skeleton almost. Right. Falls in the well. This is the part. This is the only thing that I wish they would have switched the roles or switched the scenes. Ozzy's sitting there and he goes, "I did a smart thing." Like, you know, he's he. It's the good feel good ending. He's like, "I did a smart thing, didn't I?" And Alex is like, "Yes, Ozzy, you sure did." And then he says, "Uh." Hey, Alex, what's that? And he points down to his chest. Alex looks down and he flicks his nose. And he goes, he goes, I got you. First time I ever got you. <laughs> and Alex goes, yeah, Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy, you're right. Well, you think it's about to be a happy ending. Then all of a sudden, he comes back up. Yeah. The leprechaun out of the well. And he's all skeleton figured. And he's like, I want me go. And he sounds evil. Yeah. Nathan goes over there. Uh, I don't know if he kicks him. Or if he hits him with a gun. I think he hits him with a gun. He falls back into the well, the shotgun. He, he, he hits him with a shotgun, makes the leprechaun fall back in the well, takes a big old jug of gasoline, pours it in the well and everything, and strikes a match, boom. Blows the whole well up. And then we slowly go to the sunrise, and now the police are showing up. Mm-hmm. My opinion, it should have been the whole scene where Nathan blows it up, then it cut to Ozzy saying, I did it. I did a smart thing. Then it would cut to the police showing up. Right. I think they should have switched those last two scenes. You know what I'm saying? To kind of give it peace. Yeah, to kind of say it was kind of like, if they would have done it that way, it would have been like, it's finished. Yeah. You know. You feel good that Ozzy helped his friend. Right. And Nathan done blew it up. And then, you know, here comes the police. Yeah. So Ozzy could feel like the hero and not so much as Nathan, right. you know. Yeah. But so the police show up, and now it pans back to the actual well, and you don't see the leprechaun, but you hear him. He says, "I'll not rest till I have me gold. Curse this well that that my soul must dwell mm-hmm. till I find my me magic which breaks the spell." And then it cuts to the credits, yep. and that is the end of. Leprechaun. The Leprechaun. Yes. I love it. And, man, I just can't say enough good things about the film. I love it. It's one of my favorites. It's always been one of my favorites. Right. And it's it's weird because I, I, I will say, like, when it comes to a lot of movies, I'm a very graphical person. I like to graphics in a lot of the newer movies. Right. But as far as 
a movie in general as far as the story, the acting, the characters, mm-hmm. this is one of my favorites. Without, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without question. So now it's time, as always, for the rating system. One out of ten stars or whatever. One out of ten. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you do it first. I'll go first. You gonna time. go first? I'll go first this right, time. You gonna go first. I'm gonna give Leprechaun. I will give this film a seven and a half stars. And I'll tell my rating why. I'll tell the reason why. Mm-hmm. Overall, to me, wonderful movie. Love the film. Yep. Great casting. Great acting. Uh, the characters are relatable. I like that. Um, I do wish there was more backstory about the Leprechaun, but right. like I said, that's always going to be my thing is the backstory. Oh, yeah. There was a couple things that, I don't know, kind of like we were talking about with the his little car tipping over the truck. Yeah. I mean, it didn't ruin or nothing like that. Right, right. But I just wish that we would have had just a little bit more knowledge of what's going on, where he come from, right, and what started it all, you know. But you know, it's got it's got some cheesiness to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's gonna have right. But the only reason I'm not gonna give it anything higher than a seven seven and a half stars is just because, like I said, there is so much more other films out there that are better. But this is one of the films that I can put in. Not fast forward a single scene, and I love every moment of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. So I mean, it, we're really close, and okay. I'm just a hair step ahead of you. I'm going at eight. Okay, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna give it eight stars, and it's and and the reason I'm comfortable with it giving it eight stars, and I know we've compared movies like we just did an interview with a vampire, and I gave it six and a half. Mm-hmm. Interview with a vampire is one of my favorite movies, right? But this, I'm, I'm giving this. I'm, I'm a, like I said before, I'm a very comedic person. Right. I love a good comedy. And this, and I love horror movies. So this is like the best of both worlds for me. Exactly. And and I love Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's so much about this movie that I love, and there's so little that I don't like. Like, the casting could not have been better. Right. All the characters played really well off of each other. Like you said, like the, the car tipping over the, the, you know, the little bitty car tipping over the truck. There was a couple of the cheesy scenes. I always wondered why her dad disappeared when they took him to the hospital. He never showed back up. Right. And he just got bit on the hand by what was supposed to be a cat. Mm-hmm. He never shows back up again. When they take him to the hospital, they go back to the house and they leave him at the hospital. I never understood that myself. That That's one of the backstories where I wanted to know where the mom was at. Yep. And one thing that really gets me, and like I said, I, I know it's nitpicking, but that's what we're here for. Yeah. Is she was this? To me, she seemed more like a high class yuppie girl when she first got there. Yeah. And then, within just a couple minutes, here's this guy beneath her. That oh lord, now she's all into him. Right, right. It was like it didn't really take that much. Yeah. When the backstory with the mom is, if they would just say something, if they would just mention a reason, they didn't have to go into detail. Right. But I would have liked more detail on the leprechaun itself, other than O'Grady just saying, "I found a leprechaun. I tricked him to give me his gold, and now I have his gold." Yes. You know, I would have liked more detail on the leprechaun itself. Exactly. I want. How did he find him? Right. That's what I want. How did he trick him? What did he do to trick him? You know, right? Just I mean, and, and he could have told the story. He could have sat down and told it. And, but 
the reason I think this film sticks out so much, and like I said, and me giving it a seven and a half stars is because a lot of my movies that I really like that I rate high are movies that I can sit down and watch over and over again. Over and over again. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is just one of the films that, man, you forget how good it is until you watch it. You give it a break for a little bit, and then you watch it again. Yeah, and the language is not terrible. No. It, I mean, it has the two, the two F-bombs. I think it's two or three. I don't remember. I know there's two for sure. But oh, I see. Not. I only heard the one. Well, there's... She says it once. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Alex says it. Yeah. And I, I'm wanting to say she says it twice. But, I mean, it's one of those ones, like, it just happens out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you don't really put any thought into it. Other right. than Alex's. To me, Alex's is the, the big one at the end. You know? Right, right. But, I mean... There's a you know couple of other times where they say some you know smaller cuss words, but as far as language goes, it's not bad. Right. So, I mean, it's not. But yeah, it's one of my all-time favorites. I love it. And like you know, with us nitpicking like the backstories and stuff, we got to remember too. Like, okay, the guy that wrote and directed it, Mark Jones, you know, he may have not have thought, hey, this film, this you know, he could not have imagined this was going to be oh, a film yeah. series. Well, there's <clears throat> eight different Leprechaun movies. I think so. I, and I can't see him making this movie thinking, hey, this movie is going to go on for... Right. You know, they're going to make a remake of it in 2017. 18. 18? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is a movie like 23 years later, 24 years later, they're going to make a remake of the original. Right on. Yeah, and with him being... And he turned into a horror icon. Yeah. You know? So, if you if you go to a script, like your first script, and you write... Oh man, I'm writing the new Jason. You're pretty bold and got a little bit of arrogance to you, and then yeah. you're gonna be you're going you're setting yourself up so high that when you if you fail, then you're just gonna give up. Yeah. So, and another thing, and I, which I kind of mentioned this to you, what I like about this is, granted, it's an older movie, but we've seen older movies. There was no CGI in this. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there, I mean clearly there was CGI's him and popping out, but as far as the character itself goes, mm-hmm. I compare it because Warwick Davis is a little person. I compare it to Chucky. Yeah, and granted that was a doll being possessed and all this kind of stuff. Right, but all of it was makeup and it looked great. The kill scenes, everything. Yeah, kill scenes looked really good. Warwick Davis did an amazing <clears throat> job. Yes, as far as playing the leprechaun. Like you said with the CGI, that was just him like all of a sudden disappearing and, and appearing, reappearing you know? somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that is it. So our ratings: mine is seven and a half stars, and Randy's eight. So yeah, really close. And I'm very proud of every bit of that eight too. So. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoy, you guys and gals enjoyed this week's episode. The next one will be Leprechaun Returns 2018. I'm nervous. I'd be all right. We've reviewed worse. Trust me. Black Christmas. That's all I got to say. Black Christmas. But as always, we're not going to go through the whole spiel. Just continue to, if, you, if you're enjoying the podcast, hey, leave us some comments on our Instagram or Facebook at Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Get on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. You know, leave a pot, leave comments or anything that you want to as far as hear us review we've actually got our first uh request yep and we are going to do it i'm not going to announce it just yet but when we do finally decide okay we're going to review this film that somebody has asked us to review 
Uh, I, I love the film. Randy's watched it once with me, uh, but I don't think he remembers it much I, at all. I do not remember it at all. But and we've got we've got like I said, I know we do a lot of popular movies, the slasher movies and stuff like that. We've got a couple of indie movies that we we don't have scheduled yet, right? That we know we want to do that are going to be they're going to be rough. So <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I know there's one for a fact that we're going to do. Uh, that this particular indie movie's been banned in a couple of countries. Yeah. So, so we know we're gonna do them. So, just know that there are movies out there that that we're not afraid to tackle. Right. And I don't want to do all the popular ones because I mean, once we do all the popular ones, then what's left? Yeah. You yeah. know, that's why we're trying to spread them out. That's why we, you know, when we first originally started doing this podcast, we were like, dude, we should do all the Halloweens. And then all the Friday, and it was like, no, wait, let's, yeah. you know, let's change that up. Yeah. But anyway, we uh, we really enjoyed reviewing Leprechaun. Absolutely. One of my favorites so far, I would say. Yep. And you got anything else you want to say before we take I don't think so. Just give us a like on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Leave us a comment if there's anything you, you think we should pay attention to. If you know of any indie movies that we don't know, um, shoot us, hit us up, man. Let us know. If there's any popular Netflix movies. Let us know because that's that's one of the things that me and him talked about mm-hmm. is about picking up a, a popular Netflix horror movie, right? And and doing that one and doing like a maybe a one of our podcasts throughout the month could be the you know Netflix movie of the month or something like that, right? Because I would actually like to do and it's a Netflix ex- exclusive is Hush. Hush. Yes. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I've seen that one. That's a pretty good one. I have to show you the trailer and see if you'd be down for it. But right on. Well, anyway, we we appreciate you guys showing us some love and some support. And so we're fixing to sign off. So as always, stay scared. Stay spooky.